something about the pirate who walked into a bar with the, uh, the steering wheel on his crotch? The bartender said, what's that for? The pirate said, I don't know, but it's driving me nuts. <laughs> and that is how we start the Bite Me podcast. <laughs> Episode what, 27? 27. <laughs> My name is Adam West. I'm Cliff. And I'm Dylan, the pirate. I'm, I'm laughing too hard to be anyone. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Mm. That's comedy. That's, I don't know about that. It's good enough. Uh, so we are talking about a lot of ish this week. Oh, yes. Destiny being the big the big thing. Big-ish. Destiny, big-ish. Mm-hmm. Big-ish. Destiny 2 is kind of more than big-ish. Yeah, yeah, right. It's massive. Um, Overwatch, they've been around for a year. It's crazy. And I've still yet to play it. Wait. This may be your week. Maybe. Maybe. Come on. I know. You're driving me nuts. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, Mario Kart 8, they patched out some uh, inappropriate gesture, I hear. Whoops. Oh, well. It's a thing. Um, arms. Yeah. I have two of them. Yeah. Well, and when the game You could have out, three. You could have... Well, mm. Four? Four. You, an know. extension thereof. I'm not sure how it works. Uh, we'll wonder, talk about they'll, that. They'll get like a four-armed character is like later <laughs> in the game and I'll just win... I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe one of the downloadable characters eventually be, could be like Doc Ock. That'd be amazing. Yeah. That'd be super cool. Or uh, what's the Mortal Kombat guy? Yeah, that's exactly that's, that's who, who I thought in my head. Goro? But I couldn't, yeah, 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 Goro or Machamp. Why do I remember this? See, the but the other thing is I'm thinking, I, like, I, uh, did I put that in the show notes? No, I'm, I'm actually thinking that uh, Inspector Gadget should be one of them. <laughs> he already has arms <laughs> and do this. That would be all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also a game I've never played in the series, and Far Cry, I've never played a single Far Cry game. I've played 10 minutes of Far Cry 3. Okay. Well, but there is a, a new teaser out for Far Cry 5, and it was a really Interesting, really weird thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm curious to know more about the ringing bell thing. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so that's we're going to talk about all that stuff this week on the Bite Me podcast. But and, first, and more, and more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but first, we will talk uh, about what we have been playing. So somebody go. Why don't you do it, Dylan? Your list's short. Yeah, I didn't play a whole lot this week, but <laughs> I spent some more time playing WWE 2K17, and I can safely say that I'm just not. Very enthused about it. Oh, that sucks because you're like the wrestling. Because guy. it needs a like I, I I mentioned this last week, but the the lack of a story mode outside of create a character, like so there's not there's not a whole lot of incentive for me to keep playing this game, and that makes me really sad. Oh. and I kind of tried to just get right through the character creation and just make a lame character and just start playing, and I just immediately got frustrated with this. And, and why is it frustrating? We talked about it a little bit, but I've forgotten everything because when you, you start talking spend, about wrestling I games, I forget. I don't want to spend all this time creating a character. Like, literally, like, character creation or ramping a character up through character amateur creation. Rate. Like, I would... character. Like, like physically making yeah. the character you play. Yeah, How long did and, that possibly and, take? Well, you have to... Well, yeah. I don't. You I don't want to like play. Are you some... one of those weird people who like? Oh man, the first two hours of every RPG I play is like yeah, I need to. That's dumb. I'm confused that's not, that's now, not Adam. Are you confused? A, I want to play well, the no, game. No, I get it. Like, so let me let me see if I can succinctly wrap this up about why you're sad about this wrestling game. You want to wrestle 
as your favorite wrestlers. Yep. You want to get in there and you want to campaign with your favorite wrestlers. You don't want to create some no-name nobody's ever heard of and spend exactly. hours trying to get it to be something that might be fun. Okay, so You just want to have fun. And yeah. I, Okay, that makes more sense because I thought he was literally talking about like the five minutes it would take him to make a wrestling character. Well, but it, it, would, it yeah. doesn't take... Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't take me five minutes to make a character like in, what, yeah. in Skyrim I think you can make a character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I spent more on that than I have actually playing it. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like... I know, and I know that tons of For people... For somebody are, you never see. Yeah, I, I, right, exactly. I know a lot of people are that way, but it takes me maybe five minutes. Maybe? Yeah. Maybe? No, but this also has probably the deepest character creator in any game. I It does not matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, like, and I would also, I the, mean... The number of sliders that you can move oh, through yeah. is incredible, so it's like it's completely overwhelming to do, and you can go on to like this download area and see what other people have made. So you can go download wrestlers that aren't actually in the game mm-hmm. and you could play as one of those but I don't really want to do that either it just has, it just, so it has really less to do with you not wanting to create a character and more you just don't want to play with a character you created yeah it's you like, just I, want to jump I, in and play with really, John Cena and call it good exactly not exactly John Cena but, but and I know, understand why they don't John do that Cena. because the story is someone rising through the ranks yeah, yeah. I understand but that just no just, just let me just no just no let me be John old school Cena. Ric Flair or something right? and and woo my way to the top even though I'm already Snap a superstar. Snap into a slim gym all the like, way through it. So yeah. I, I admit I have not cared about wrestling since I was about 12, so 27, 28 years ago. Um, but the new Iron Sheik pop, Funko Pop, <laughs> I want it so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's a couple of those I've seen and I'm like, man, those look real good. But there's a slippery slope that I'm not, I'm very selective in the pops that I acquire. Oh, look, my dad's calling, and I'm ignoring him. <laughs> uh, sorry, Dad. Hmm. He will remember this moment when he Forever. listens to this. <laughs> he doesn't listen. Right. He sucks. Anyway. Wow. I know, right? Rude. He plays video games. He doesn't listen to his own kid's podcast. Yeah. Anyway, to to wrap this up, I say hopefully 2K18, which I'm sure will be starting to... Coming out soon? Will be probably announced or more than announced um, <laughs> pretty soon, so... Hopefully yeah. they that, would, that could easily be an E3. Yeah. Why can't they just take? Why can't they just say, "Oh, wow, we realize the error of our ways," and just like open up that campaign to anything? Anything. Because yeah. you can even do something like this is very silly. You can go into a, a real character and you can make like an alternate version of them and like adjust their costume essentially and play with that character. I think. So why don't you do that? Because that's dumb. I shouldn't have to do that. <laughs> but if you can, if it's the only thing standing in your way, why don't you just take 30 seconds to change the color of their tights? I, <laughs> see, that's so stupid, though. Just let me play as the dang character. I think he's making it's this harder. Principal, Adam. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it is principal. It's I'm just like, going to go play like a different... I'm just going to play... Stick broke. I'm going to go we'll play no, that, that, stick. That fully makes sense. Yeah, that, that's... <sighs> That's a different argument. I'm just going to play Overwatch. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> that's good. Like, the that. wrestling is good. I want Overwatch nothing to better. do with playing it. Like, I'll go play one match and I'll stop and I'll go play something else. Like, that's as much as I play the game because there's not an accessible story mode that I can All play right, through. I know other people play 2K17. Tell us, is Dylan stupid or not? Dylan this is, is actually not a, an ongoing thing. But speaking of, The Cabin in the Woods is a freaking fantastic movie. Uh, well, <laughs> that thing is still coming yeah. back, aren't you? Anyway. So is Deadpool. <laughs> What'd you play this week, Adam? Well, I really have a problem 
And that problem is Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I'm, <laughs> I'm taking steps to admitting that I now have a problem with this game. Hi, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I could literally spend the rest of this year playing nothing but that game. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Well, there is when you're on you a run podcast about, about, well, you, I don't think you can run out of sticks. After Blood Moons, things reset. Did you know that? No. Look at I don't that. even know what a Blood Moon is. Okay, well, you've obviously not played enough. I have not. <laughs> Um, so anyway, in order to try and take myself out of the, the rabbit hole that is Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, I was like, I'm going to play D- uh, Division. Oh, yeah. And so I loaded that up last night and quickly died a lot because right. I forgot how to play it. Um, but within about 10, 15 minutes, I was kind of back on track blowing things The game's things hard. Like, it's not hard. It's just it's – It's hard. <laughs> I mean, I made it to level 30. Yeah. I'm not saying it's, like, impossibly hard. Um, uh-huh. But, I mean, that game's challenging. Like, I mean, challenging, you will die a that. lot. Like, But I didn't – so I didn't realize that uh, – I, I, I figured once I saw a level 30, like, character that I had to go up against, I'm like, oh, I'm going to die. No. I was able to hold my own. Eventually, yeah, yeah. I, I figured it out, what I need to do and how the cover system and everything worked again. And I was blowing up cleaners and all that stuff without without thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was fine. Um I want to play it more because I evidently, since I'm part of the Ubisoft club, no. you get all kinds of like perks and stuff and in-game rewards that you can spend your points on. Oh, very cool. Didn't know that. So I went through last night. And I'm like, I've got all these cool outfits and these bags and all these things that I can buy with these points that I didn't ever very pay for. nice. So I bought a lot of cool stuff, and I'm going to play more of that. Yeah, I've, it's a game that I've very much enjoyed. It's, it's, it's uh, good. It's good. It's deep. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a couple complaints about it, but, uh, I mean, what Oh, game? it's by no means anywhere close to a perfect game. Yeah, not perfect, but, not even uh, but it's very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's very enjoyable, and it's real pretty to look at, too. Yes, it is. I like it. It is a lot of fun. Nice. Um, other than that, I, more Hot Shots Golf, some more Persona 4, you know, here and there. When the I've reg. Got, yeah, the reg. Nothing wrong the, with that. The, the, the typical-ish. So, what about you, Mister? Um, I play everything all yes, the time. I have played everything all the time. See, that was going to say it doesn't matter if all you want to play is Breath of the Wild because I played five <laughs> games this week, and that doesn't include Destiny or the Division, which I also played. Um, and Rocket League. I did. I've not played Rocket League oh for God. like three or four weeks. See, that's so crazy. For right? Like five months straight. That's all you oh, played. It's <laughs> for like fourteen months straight. Yeah. <laughs> that's all yeah. I played. Um, but the, the reality is, is just. <laughs> it's because my brother and I stopped playing Rocket League and started playing the Division and Destiny. So we just, oh, nice. we filled that time up with other games. So, <laughs> um, like, I don't think it's that I won't go back to Rocket League. I'm sure I will at some point. Um, we're just, uh, it, we're, I don't want to say we took Rocket League as far as we could because obviously we could still get better. But I think we were both kind of at a point where the grind was going to be really, really grindy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was going to be like practice and not having fun. So, you know, um, and we're having such a good time now with, with Destiny and, and The Division that uh, there almost just doesn't seem to be like a real reason to break out Rocket League. But I'm sure we will. I think I need to reinstall. I might do that right now. Just send Destiny back to my... Uh PS4 while we're recording so I can get back in the game. Destiny's so good. I, I, I like of the two, I prefer Destiny. Okay. Um, oh yeah, and it's I, a different I, game. And I just can't objectively say why, but God, it just feels so good. Like that game feels so good. Um, you feel powerful. All the weapons, like the weapons, feel amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the bad guys feel hard, but not too hard. Um, I love that it's a little more run and gun than than the division is. Um, it's just fun. Um, so give, I mean, with Destiny two coming out, and I mean, right now you can get Destiny like f- like five seven bucks. Like give it a try. 
Uh, I bet I got Destiny and the Taken King for five bucks <laughs> used. But I mean, you know, it's so. it's definitely worth it. And none of that's going to really carry over to Destiny Two. We'll talk about that. Right. It's uh, it's a really fun game if you want to if you want to try kind of a fun first person space shooter game. Um, in addition to those, though, I played uh, Mages of Australia, which is a game that I guess kind of full disclosure, um, the devs who made Mages of Australia, um, I won tickets actually through them to get into PAX West last year. Oh, so cool. like that's how they got on my radar. But um, ever since then, I've been following their game. Um, I actually kickstarted it so this is i think actually the first game i've kickstarted that actually like did something and released <laughs> um and it's real fun it's kind of a i put a video up of it uh, a couple days ago and i've got a second one going up today but it's a kind of zelda-esque um game where you play as this girl who finds out she's a mage but lives in a village where that is not a cool thing she accidentally burns down a house and they <laughs> exile her um and luckily she gets picked up by um this guy who is also made just going to help train her and then you're kind of off on your adventure wandering through um different lands and and trying to complete these quests um the like the cool mechanic of the game that makes it different than other things is there's actually like a spell like mixing system and I haven't actually got far enough into it to actually do it yet but I've seen a bunch of videos where you can actually take different spells and combine them together and combine them with different effects and to make these huge spells you know it makes it so instead of like hey this game has 10 spells it's like this game literally has thousands of potential spells oh wow yeah so it's really cool and the animation's gorgeous it's just this kind of cutesy fun game I've, I've really enjoyed my time with it maybe maybe an hour into it and I think it's I think it's like a six hour game I want to say from what I've heard and so very cool. Definitely enjoying that. Um, I played Oxenfree last night, which I played the first half hour like months ago um, and just kind of got back into it last night. Um, it's it's summertime in Seattle now, which means that <laughs> it's hot. You, yeah, you can't live in a room that doesn't have a fan going in it because it's <laughs> really hot. So like, I need a game to play that I'm not going to record like um, I'm not going to be like doing a face cam and doing commentary on um, just because I can't have a fan going and be doing commentary right. at the same time. Do you not have air conditioning in your house? No, it's horrible. Only like 20% of houses in the entire Seattle area do. I do. You're a lucky, it's lucky, amazing. lucky person. And it's horrible not having it. My house yeah, was 85 degrees the other day <laughs> inside. Um, it's often at my house hotter inside than it is outside. It's terrible. Um, but anyway, so I'm going to play Oxenfree because it's almost all conversation. So I'm not going to be talking over that. Um, and that game went from being like, oh, this kind of fun story about some kids that went to, you know, do like a sleepover on this kind of <laughs> island thing to like, oh my God, this game is so scary. Why is this game so scary? Is it that scary? <laughs> it's like not even like jump scary, but it's like super atmospheric scary. Okay. Um, I was telling Dylan, I was playing it last night, had headphones on, and then I think someone like must have like pulled into the drive way next to my house and I had my windows open because of course it's a thousand degrees inside um, or like moved a garbage can or something so it's just like this kind of honk noise all of a sudden and it like I jumped <laughs> like it was it's really atmospheric it's really good and the conversation in it is so good it's it's um, it's probably like the most natural like linguistic conversation I've ever had in a game where you get choices but you don't have to make any of them conversation will continue right. around you if you don't but if you do choose something you can actually interrupt what other people are saying um, it's really good and it's just is it is it all text on mm-hmm. the screen or is it uh, no it's all voiced voice yeah okay. it's actually voiced and the voice acting is great the music is absolutely insanely good like my only real complaint about it so far is there's a lot of walking um not like in a negative way but like for instance I, last night i had to climb like this big like kind of radio tower kind of thing and it's literally like 
okay, hike up these steps and then move over and hike up these steps and then move over and hike up this ladder and then move over. And then you get to the top and do something and you're like, okay, now I've got to go down this tower. <laughs> like oh, lots gotcha. of walking. But besides that, the game's great. If you are into those kind of, I'm not going to say walking simulator. I mean, in those kind of games, though, that are just very story. There's no action in this game. There's no fighting in this game. It's just like all story. It's it's terrific. You'd like it. And it's like I said, it's spooky. Um, <laughs> like I, I finished playing last night and I'm like, can I leave all the lights on? No, I should turn off these lights, but it's, it's good. Um, I also played uh, Cooking Witch, which is a game that the developers actually reached out and asked if we'd want to review this game, which has never happened before. It was kind oh, of wow. magical. Yeah. Ooh, and it's a very, crazy. like, right? It's a, And it's a Steam game, um, and it's, like, two bucks, and it's 100% worth two bucks in that, like, if you don't care if you spend two bucks to play a game for, like, an hour. Oh, yeah. um, I played it for a half hour this morning, and it's silly. You play a witch that you can control. The only control is the mouse, and you so you just, like, use the mouse to guide where you want the witch to go and then click to pick up kids because you're a witch who cooks kids. Oh, and, as witches do. As witches do. And so literally the entire the entire premise of the game is you fly around and pick – you're at, like, a carnival, it looks like, or, a, like, a circus. Pick up kids off the ground and drop them in this giant boiling pot, and meat flies out of it, and you collect the meat <laughs> – <laughs> they look like little drumsticks. Um, and then you get, like, extra life from the little dead kids, and you get, like, extra time. The entire thing's time, so you have a minute or two minutes or whatever to complete this iteration of the level. And then, literally, you just do it again. Um, so there's not extra levels, as far as I can tell. You can level up, like, your broomstick. You can level up, like, these, like, literal, like, fish hooks that you use to catch these kids. Um, you can level up your cooking pot to give you more meat. And, like, the only impediment to you being there is there's guys with shotguns trying to shoot you out of the sky. But, like, you can drop fat kids on the guys with <laughs> shotguns and knock them unconscious. You can drop kids from, like, a, like if the kids keep running away, you can pick up kids and drop them and they die. And then you can pick up their bodies and cook them. It's ridiculous. I think it's on sale right now, too, for a buck sixty. It's stupid fun. It feels so much like it should be just, like, an iPad game. But it's it's really fun for two bucks. What, um, what does the witch look like? D- She's real pixely. It's just okay. she's a yeah, like, green face witch. Like yeah, she's a she's definitely a witch witch. You know, okay. like a, a a scary evil witch. So yeah, she doesn't look very nice. No, it, she's eating children. Like kind of hits close to home. <laughs> My mom does a near perfect impersonation of the Wicked Witch of the West. It, it would and be has played the witch multiple times in haunted houses. That would be exactly <laughs> it. But it's it's so. crazy. You know, so you'll it's kind of like almost like. Um, uh, Alto's Adventure, where you know f- now you're trying to catch just ten kids wearing red shirts or ten kids wearing green shirts, okay. or knocking three guys with shotguns unconscious. And once you knock them unconscious, you can cook them too. It's like there's no depth to this game. They look like those big elephant uh-huh. things. It's so fun though, <laughs> in just like a stupid kind of way. I actually recorded a video of it, but it didn't work. So I'll probably record another one and post it so you can check it out. Um, if you haven't seen the trailer, it's yeah, it's goofy. Like I mean, like I don't, I don't know if I ever would have run across that on my own. The, the devs also made a game called Plantaria, which I have heard of before. It's kind of a uh, like kind of an almost an Animal Crossing esque kind of game where you plant a garden, that kind of thing. So check it out. It's it's called Cooking Witch. It's definitely interesting. Um, also did the Jackpack collection. Are you guys familiar with You Don't Know Jack? Yeah, I remember that, that I yeah, trivia game. I've seen it, but that's it. Yeah, I had it on the PS3, and it's just kind of like, You Don't Know Jack is just kind of a reverent game show um, that you used to be able to play. And, you know, they it's real sarcastic and real mm-hmm. mean. Like, it started out, I want to say it started out as like PS2? one of those. It started yeah. out as like a DVD game that you played. Oh, that's in a your very home. real possibility. Yeah, that's, yeah, I remember seeing those. It was like. 
Yeah, it started as like a DVD party game, like, you know, the Disney Trivial Pursuit games yeah. or whatever with the it's videos. very real it's, possibility. That's how it started. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, like, I used to play it all the time. Me and my wife used to play it. And so they've started releasing these things called the Jackpack Collection. And they all have, you don't know Jack as a base, but then they'll re, they'll have, like, three or four other party games in them as well. And so I bought one the other day because they went on a really good sale. I got the Collection 1 and 2. And, like, the really cool part of this is not that they're these fun party games. That's really neat. But the cool thing is, is for, as a controller, you can use your cell phones. So you start up the game, and uh, and I actually played it on my Steam Link, too, so I could put it on my TV, which was cool. So we could all sit on the couch and play it. Um, you start the game, and it's like, okay, go to this web address and enter this code, and then your cell phone actually becomes the controller. So when you're playing You Don't Know Jack, you can actually like hit in the the you know the answers on your cell phone, and not everyone doesn't have to have a controller, cool. So which is great if you don't have, like, I don't have four PC, well, I guess I have four Xbox controllers but probably, still. but still. Um, but then I played like a Pictionary kind of game too, and you actually use the phone to draw in your answers. Mm. Um, and so I've got another eight games that I haven't played yet, but uh, <laughs> the ones I've played have been super fun. And the games, I want to say I got it half off. I think it was 12 bucks for one and two. I think they're normally like 25 or 30, mm. but they go on sale all the time too. So if you're looking for kind of a fun party game, um, those are really, really a good time. And you don't know Jack is just classic. It's yeah. super fun. Um, finally, I'm almost out of games that I've played. Um, I finished up Full Throttle Remastered, um, which I started, I'm going to say about a month ago. And this is the the kind of read graphicized remastered version of um the 1995 adventure game um and i'll be honest like i got like 65 percent of the way through it and literally almost just said like i'm done um because the puzzles are just puzzles are stupid frustrating and like one literally i had the hint guide and still couldn't figure out how to get past it Mm. and then i finally like i'm like i I need to power through this game and kind of figure it out got another hit guy and they gave me a better hint and uh (laughs) and i finally made it through but like for the last 30 percent of the game i literally just went step by step through the the guy because i was just bored with puzzles that were not just so opaque they were so just I don't know how anyone ever would have figured these things out. Well, somebody um, had to. Yeah, I guess. You know, and I think a lot of it is just the difference. And that's the, I, in my review, I said, like, it's a game worth buying if you if you have a big thing for old adventure games or if you can get it on sale because it's right. a double fine game. Like, their games go on sale constantly. So you're going to be able to pick this game up for cheap eventually. But, uh, you know, it looks great. Um, the, the new graphics are terrific. It sounds great. They've totally remastered all the voices. They remastered all the audio. It, but it just it still plays like a game from the 90s. And especially after playing Thimbleweed Park like three weeks ago, they just – it cannot hold up to a new game with that same style but that plays like a game made, made now mm-hmm. instead of in the 90s. The so. 90s are gone. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that game's 22 years old. Like, that's a long, long, long it time ago. came out ago. when? 1995. Yeah, that was the year I graduated high yeah, school. Yeah, I was going to say, I was a senior in high school. But, I mean, Shut the reality is, is, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Dylan was two. Um, but, I mean, the reality is, is when that game was out, it was huge. I sold, I worked at Software Etc. at that time, and I sold so many copies of that game. That game sold a million copies in 1995, 1996, you know, which I mean, back then, a million copies. So were people smarter in the 90s? Is that what we're saying? You know, I think people were just used to a different kind of game. They were used to something, you know, I mean, it wasn't like you had a million games you had access to either. You know, people probably owned, you know, I mean, those like Sam and Max at the Road, which is the game that came out right before it from LucasArts. Like the game was not any easier. It was just you were willing to beat your head against it for hours because you owned five games. (laughs) You know, I mean, like now I get like 17 games free every month so you know if you i just don't have the patience for it any longer so i hear you anywho 
Well, there's that. And if you want the review to that, uh, it's up on our website. It is up on our website. Yeah. I'll be doing a video review of it as well. Ooh. Just for somebody, you didn't like the game all that much. You really are spending a lot of time reviewing the crap. Well, out they of were it. nice enough to give me a copy. I, I oh, feel like I owe them okay. something. They gave you. They gave me a copy of it. Oh, the fine folks at Double Fine. <laughs> They're Double Fine folks. Double Fine folks. Oh my and I love. I mean, Double Fine's an amazing company. Like I love everything they do. Gotcha. So, you know. Hmm. Anyway, shall we move on to the news portion of our news? <laughs> We've talked so many times about having some sort of bumper that I would know. fill that I space. Saying, and we I just, keep saying that, and then I end up getting busy, and I'm like, I really need, need to do that. And we, we've got Dylan. Yeah. What else do we need? News. <laughs> uh, so we have very exciting news. Yeah. So it's, it's so big. It is. It's, it's very massive exciting. news. You it, won't believe what you're about to hear. It is crazy. <laughs> so um, we talk to people all the time um, on Facebook and on Twitter, and like, which is awesome. Like, it's. A huge part of my day, I love when people pop in and say, like, oh, hey, I like this, or I didn't like this, or I've got an opinion on this. It's fantastic talking to all the people we get to talk to. We love to. opinions. Yeah, it's, it's terrific. They're in this marketplace of ideas. Ooh. He's, he's, trying, to get a, he's trying to get a, a promotion with talk like that. Yeah. Right. Uh, something What's in the middle management. No budget? Yeah. What? <laughs> Sorry, man. Um, marketplace for ideas. Yeah, it's good. It's like a, it's like a First Amendment thing. It's... <laughs> That's the idea. It's a marketplace of ideas. Everyone brings their ideas, and we figure out which ones are the best. Can you mute right. his mic? I think that's the best way to do this. No, I like I like hearing All right. this thing. But anyway, um, the downside so of that is people get onto our Facebook Messenger, and they have no idea who they're talking to. Sometimes right. it's me. Sometimes it's Adam. I spent, I spent time talking to Vinny today. Yeah. And, 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 he's and Vinny like, probably oh, thought... Hey. He's, like, he's all, hey, I don't get to talk to you very much. How you doing? <laughs> you probably thought you, you probably thought it was me for the first 10 minutes. Uh, um, anyway, to, to try and get around that, uh, and just to like you know get... So you guys can actually talk to each other too. Like it's mm-hmm. you know, we talk to a lot of people by themselves, but you have no ability to talk to each other. And and the people we talk to are cool, cool folk. Um, we the started, moral of the story is we started a Discord server. Yes. Um, so if you've never used Discord before, it's actually a really cool um, just game like voice chat thing too. A lot of people use it mm-hmm. to play multiplayer games on the PC, but it's free to download. You can grab it on the PC. It's on the iPhone. iPhone you have it on your Android. Yeah. yeah. So you could actually chat with us anywhere too. There's a Windows 10 app. Yeah. You can do it there. You can do it on the, on their actual website. You can do that. So that's how like when I was playing Final Fantasy uh, 14. That's how you talk with people. Yeah. We would all log into Discord. Yeah. And, and I've used and it, it to it play cool Terraria. Because, yeah. Well, it was cool because you know, our friend Peter, he plays on the PS4, and I think Victor plays. I don't. I, I don't. Anyway, we all either play way. On you different could things. all get on the same thing and all talk yeah. at the same time. It's nice. But uh, we're just playing with the chat side of it. So there's a, a nice chat server you can get in and talk with us. We've had some really good conversations with Kevin and a couple other people. My brother's on there. Adam and Dylan are both on there too. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you'll actually know who you're talking to, which is kind of fun. Yes. So go to our website. Um, over on the the right hand side, there's kind of a sidebar kind of thing up at the top of it. There is a link to our Discord channel. It's on Facebook and, and Twitter. As well, so find us there. It'll be fun. We can we can chat. Yeah. All right. Biggest story of the week. Obviously, uh, last week they unveiled the gameplay. Uh, what was it like? The first nine minutes or so of yeah. Destiny Two. Yes. Which looks incredible. Holy hell! Right. <laughs> it does. Right. It looks. Someone who hasn't played it looks more interesting than the first one. I think it's because of colors. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, as for somebody who has played the first one, a lot of it. It honestly, it I, it looks like more of the same for sure. Yeah, but that's not really a bad thing. I mean, newer environments, new stuff like that, new maps, obviously all that fun stuff. Um, Some of the environments though were so like outside pretty, mm-hmm. like I mean, just lush. I mean, not to say, and I mean, I'm not. 
I'm maybe I'm a level 23 in Destiny, so I've not seen everything there is oh, to yeah, see no. in any way. But a lot of the stuff I've seen so far has been very desolate, like, oh, we're on the moon again, and the moon is kind of a dumpy, <laughs> crappy place full of, you know, yes. brown and gray and buildings. What's the name of that? And, like, Venus, I, we just got to Venus, I want to say, and it's really pretty, mm-hmm. but... Some of the environments we saw in the new one just are just stunning. I mean, and, you know, granted, it's a game that came out, you know, they've had two or three years to develop this thing. It looks absolutely incredible. So, you know, there's nothing I can say bad about how it looks. And it looks, I'm very excited, too, that it's, the the way they described it was cinematic. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the game's going to be big and have a lot more story. Um, one of the things that, the way a lot of the story kind of was done through, in, in Destiny, was through the Grimoire cards, which are strange because you have to, like, log into a website or log into an app to read that. And that's how they presented story, which is weird. Oh, see, I never got into... I didn't either, yeah. which is like, and so I literally, the other day, I'm like, why do I keep getting these Grimoire cards? What are they? And I looked it up, and they're like, that's how you know what's going on in Destiny. I'm like, oh, well, that's... Weird because that's I'm playing exactly a video game. Maybe they what could, I don't want. Yeah, maybe they could just tell me in the video game, and that's what they're going to do in this one. The Grimoire cards are going away, and it's all going to be story based in this, which is great. Very cool. Did you ever? I'm sorry. Well, I was trying to think of my favorite um, area in the original Destiny, uh, Taken King, was the Dreadnought. Have you been to the Dreadnought? No, not yet. The Dreadnought is cool. It's this giant, massive ship. It's, oh, that's cool. It's huge and it's amazing. Anyway, yeah, I, I was trying to remember. It's before. super fun, um, but you know, so a, a lot of a lot of new. I mean, that was like a what a forty five minute presentation about Destiny. Yeah, <laughs> um, like I missed the first fifteen minutes and like figured, oh man, I'm going to miss everything. Nope. And there was still a lot of presentation left. So. Um, he said, big focus on story and cinematics, and they said they'd made more cinematics for this than they've ever made for anything else before, which is great, because the cinematics in Destiny are amazing. Yeah, they are. Um, they, you're going to be able to have clans now, which is going to be cool. Um, so and a clan is like a... Um, you don't play... Do you, you've never played World of Warcraft? No, no but that's what a I'm thinking A group of. of organized people that clan together to right, but do in, things. Well, they're called... Clans? And WoW, they're called clans? Uh-huh. I thought they were called something else. I think so. I don't know. It's been a long time since I played WoW. But yeah, that general idea where yeah, it's just, yeah. you know, it's you and your buddies getting together and, you know, lets you fight. Guild. Guild. There you go. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Just Sorry. Yeah. Adam wins. Um, but yeah, guilds, clans, whatever. Gotcha. But that's it. Um, so that's what their, that's their take on the whole guild. Yeah. Thing. So gotcha. we're going to, you know, be able to do that. I think it'd be fun. We'll, we'll start a bite me one. It'll be cool. Um, that will be very The cool. downside being is, well, we'll talk about the downside later. Um, but clans will be great. Um, and they're also introducing this new thing called guided games where there's not really matchmaking in okay. Destiny, really. Um, like, you can kind of, like, go into a game, and sometimes there'll be randos there that you can kind of, like, hook up with, but there's no, like, hey, I'm looking for a group to go take on this big boss to go, right. you know, do this. You kind of have to get the group together yourself. Yeah, and, and the reason they did that is, they, I mean, and I get why they have made that decision is, like, random queues can be an awful place to have to find friends, <laughs> to be <laughs> frank. So I get why they did it. Um, but what guided games are going to be is if a guild has formed or a clan has formed that you know has five people but need a sixth, they'll be able to actually go out and find someone. But you'll actually get to almost kind of like – it's almost like 
An interview? Yeah, it kind of looks like an interview <laughs> where you'll be able to like, see who they are and what skills they have and what kind of player they are and what gear they've done and what they've done in the past and like ask these people to to be in this group you know, just for a one-off. So, I mean, it almost sounds kind of like almost a recruiting process for guilds, too, to find yeah. people that they would like to be in their guild, too. Because, I mean, guilds often or clans. Now you've screwed me all up. Guilds, Adam. clans, same. Whatever, it's, yeah, same thing. Um, can often be huge. I mean, I was in a WoW clan that had dozens of members so yeah yeah you know it's it's they can be real big and so i think it's a really fun idea too and and we'll open up the game to people that really have only been able to kind of solo things before and soloing stuff in destiny is not easy not easy in any way so um let's see what else is there going to be there's no more going to orbit after every mission so especially i'm trying to remember what that was like so like you'll be a mission and then you go to your orbit and then if you want to go like back down to the same planet you literally (laughs) you have to go back down to the same place so like every mission ends and they take you up and and you're flying in your ship through the air Um, okay yeah yeah yeah. yeah, and then you have to choose where you're going to go next this will actually enable you to if you're already on the moon you want to go somewhere else on the moon to just fly there without having to do like the dual load process of Loading, going into orbit, and then loading, going back down to the moon. Gotcha. So I don't, you know, it's not a huge savings, but uh, I think it'll definitely kind of streamline some of that stuff a little. Especially when you're playing multiplayer, it's nice to not have to drag everyone up into orbit. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, guys, now we're going to go find out where we're going next because you only have one fire team leader. So you know, there's just one person kind of making those decisions for you. Beta is coming. If you pre-purchase the game, you can get in the beta. I did. I have not yet. I'm going to wait. I like. I kind of made. So I guess the other thing to talk about is that um, the game is coming out on the Xbox. Oh yeah, yeah, coming out on the Xbox and the PS4, and eventually PC, which is actually the first time it did not come out on PC last time. Um, And interesting enough, it's actually going to be part of BattleNet, which is where World of Warcraft and Diablo and all that stuff run. Mm -hmm. So. Bungie, obviously an independent developer, but they're being published by Activision. Activision also owns Blizzard, who owns Battle.net, so it's kind of weird. But uh, So originally when this came out, like you've heard us bickering back and forth. Like I'm like, Adam, you should really get an Xbox. We play it on the Xbox, and he's really you know, set in his PS4 ways, which is wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but when this game came out, like, and the reason I was thinking that I wanted to get on the Xbox is I'm going to get a Scorpio, and I want to get this in the best way mm-hmm. that I can. Um, but they kind of announced semi-formally that the game's not going to really run any different no matter where you play it. It's going to be... Unless you're on a super high-end PC. Yeah, yeah, high-end PC, 4K, 60 frames a second. But that game's not coming out until probably next year for you guys. So it'll be real fun when it comes. <laughs> um, but if you have it on an Xbox, uh, let's see, an Xbox One or an Xbox One S or an Xbox Scorpio... It's all going to be 1080, 30 frames a second. And same thing with the the PlayStation version. You may get 4K on the Scorpio and the PS4. They haven't really right. said. But that's not like a huge deal, really. Um, it's going to look a little bit prettier. But none of them are going to be 60 frames a second, 4K. And, Which and, is fine Yeah, and Bungie's kind of said, like... We wouldn't be, our environments are so complicated. It's not a matter of graphics. It's more a matter of like physics and how things interact with the world. It's, you know, when they brought out the PS4 Pro and the Xbox Scorpio, like they, a lot of the power they give it is graphics power, not Mm. computing power. And we need a lot of computing power to compute how random events are happening and that kind of stuff. So we don't have enough left over to push it to 60 frames a second. Maybe that's true and maybe that's... I mean, it makes sense. It does. It may also be that... 
you know, Sony gives us a lot of money and we can't have this game looking better on a Scorpio than it does on a PlayStation. So, (laughs) you know, I don't think we'll ever know the real answer to that. But the reality is it's not going to matter. And the reason to buy it on the PS4 these days is they're going to have um, a lot of exclusives, exclusive gear, exclusive content, um, exclusive expansions that are not going to come out on the Xbox until at least 2018. And, I mean, some of them are still exclusive to the Xbox. I mean, like, there's stuff... I'm sorry, to the PlayStation. There's stuff in Destiny now that you can't get on the Xbox, I believe. So, I mean, some of these exclusives suck. And so if you really want to play this and you really want to play with your friends... PlayStation's the way to do it. And so yeah, that's kinda. that's kind of what I was going to is like I play this with my kid and so I'm literally have to buy another PlayStation so that we can <laughs> play this game together. It's it's Get on the Facebook Marketplace, you can find them super cheap. Well, and that's actually what I'm hoping and that's the reason I haven't pre-purchased it yet is I'm hoping that they're going to do a, a bundle, bundle so I yeah. can just buy a new PlayStation and, and and get Destiny and hopefully get at least a little bit of a deal on it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, maybe maybe. Yeah. <laughs> So that's, you know, it sucks that the PlayStation really is the way to play this, um, especially if, like, I, I don't have any problem with the PlayStation as a as a device. I just don't like the controllers, frankly. So that's so weird. Yeah. I like my stagger stick. So Can't you find a, aren't, aren't there, like, third-party controllers no, there or something really for Sony aren't. that, that Yeah. Like, the closest style? you can do is they actually make this doohickey that you can plug a Xbox controller into a PlayStation, but it, like, takes up, like, one of the IDs of your PlayStation controllers, and you always have to be hardwired. So, oh, yeah. I've, I've Trust me when I say I've looked into it. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, the reality, too, is it's not that I like the Xbox style as much as I just really like Xbox controllers. I like the right, way they right. feel. I like, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> anyway, is there anything else we've missed? Oh, um, release date September 8th. Yeah. Um, beta this summer. They've not released a, a straight date for that. Hopefully E3. Um, E3 is in less than a month, too. Yeah, so, so hopefully maybe maybe they'll open up the beta like right around then. God, wouldn't that be awesome? Here's so some cool. stuff. Beta's open. Wow. That would be really cool. But, I mean, the reality, too, is like, I mean, it's kind of a weird thing to think about. But if you pre-purchase this beta right now from Amazon, you'll get access to the beta. But you don't pay anything yeah, until the game actually comes out. So, I mean, like... I'm not going to advocate you being a terrible person, but if you want to play the beta and then cancel the game before it comes out, hey. You I, can do it. Yeah, and you'll save 20% on it when it actually does come out. Did yeah, you buy I, the $80 I, bers- version? The $90 version. Or the, yeah, the 90, I think it was 99 on PlayStation did you get Store. Like a, did you get like a, you didn't buy it from Amazon? Mm-mm. I bought it on the PlayStation Store because I went home one night. Because Adam doesn't I, like saving money. Well, obviously. <laughs> I went home one night and I loaded up the, my PlayStation and flipped the store open. And I'm all, oh, look at that. Okay. Destiny's out. I need it. Yay. Oh, it's not. Okay. Well, Does okay. it, uh, did you, because I think the, the. But I get the. I get the pre- you get like a statue or something? Mm. Special bag. I don't know. Because I think the I a think there's back rub? a back rub. <laughs> there's, there's obviously just the $60 vanilla version. And I think there's like an. $80, I want to say, or maybe it's $90 version that comes with both the expansions, because there's going to be a... Oh, yeah, so my I know mine got mine comes with... I'll just pull the store up right now, there and I'll go. tell you what I get. Let's see here. I'll He'll tell, tell you what he got, what he really, I'll really got. You. Somewhere in here. God, we need faster internet here. We can't do these things on the fly. Yeah. Um, anyway... Oh, there. Oh, it was there. I just went past it. Stupid. All right. Adam's going to figure this out, and I'm going to bitch about something for a little bit. Because I'm going to bitch along with you. Yeah. So the thing that frustrates me the very, very most about this is not that I have to pick between Xbox and PlayStation. It's that that decision literally cuts off who I can and can't play with. Mm -hmm. Um, There is literally no reason that 
Xbox people and PlayStation people could not be playing this game together except for like the stupid politics that make up Xbox versus PlayStation. It's it's PlayStation spending a bunch of money to get exclusive on this game mm-hmm. and that means that Xbox can't and and so they're not going to share that with Xbox. Um it's it's this dumb fake battle to you know, I mean, I guess it's not a real a fake battle. It's like the you know the basis of capitalism. <laughs> um, you know, but it, it hurts. You know, they make money, and it hurts gamers that want to play with their friends. It yeah. it means that if you have, I mean, right now, Adam and I could be playing Destiny together. We could, but be. we can't because I have it on the Xbox and he has it on the PlayStation, and that's ridiculous in a game that is a hundred percent based on you being able to play with other people, like. Mm-hmm. When you need the biggest player base you can in order to play with people, because this, these games are something you play with people, it's ridiculous that I have to only play with my friends that have the right system. Right. It drives me nuts. And, like, and it, I get why you can't play with a PC. That makes sense. But. Well, but here's the thing. Like, Square Enix did it right with Final Fantasy fourteen. It doesn't matter if you play it on Xbox, PS4, or a PC. You can all, all play, play together. together. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know the technical side of any of that, but all I know is they've got it set up yeah. to where you can do. They that. did it right, and it's nobody's hurting. Yeah, and I, I, would, I wonder if part of this too is, is as opposed to most PC games that have dedicated servers, um, this game, the current Destiny doesn't, and this game also will not have yeah, dedicated servers. Yeah, even on the servers, PC version, it won't which have is, dedicated servers, which is absolutely ridiculous. That means that your Xbox or your PlayStation is part of what's making that run, mm-hmm. um, and it just it leads to a, a, a far poorer experience generally. Um, but I mean, I've got to assume that's part of the reason it just can't work either, because you know, getting uh, getting an Xbox and a PlayStation to log into a remote server somewhere and play a game is. Hard because of the politics. Probably getting them to run a server themselves and talk to each other is is probably almost an impossibility. But yeah, well, they've got they're hearing our podcast now. They've God, got what four months to fix figure it, it out. Guys, come on! In four months, you better get that all set up. It's really obnoxious, and it just it's so dumb to me that. And I mean, there's more people than that. I mean, Kevin, who's a, a guy we talk to all the time that listens to the show, same boat. He's mm-hmm. on. We were talking about playing the division this weekend, and he's on an Xbox, and we both have it on the PlayStation. It's just stupid in a game that is meant to be played with your friends mm-hmm. that they artificially box off other people. Yep, it's I a don't thing. like it. So um, you so found I, out, yeah. So I bought Destiny Two, the digital deluxe edition, Ooh. for ninety nine ninety nine. Dang, plus tax. PlayStation. <laughs> um, so I received a PlayStation Four dynamic system theme. After checking out, which I totally forgot because that's my a theme. What? A dynamic theme. For, oh, okay. It's really cool. It's like got the Guardian and wavy sure. stuff. Um, premium digital content. Legendary sword, legendary player emote, and the Cabal Empire-themed emblem. I'm also getting a copy of Destiny 2, obviously. Premium digital content and the expansion pass to continue your Guardian's legend. <laughs> yeah, dollars so, so, interestingly enough... And early are, access for beta. Nice. There are actually three versions of this, too. There is a... <laughs> there's just the vanilla edition that's 60 bucks, um, or unless you buy it on Amazon, where it's fifty nine twenty eight right now, <laughs> um, if you buy a physical copy. Um, and then there is the digital... Code the digital deluxe version, which is what Adam got. But then there's also the Destiny 2 game plus expansion pass bundle, mm-hmm. which is $90. And quite frankly, I cannot for the life of me tell what the difference between those are. But well, they have two very different covers. So well, yeah, one is vanilla with the season pass, and yeah. then one but without is, all that other digital crap. Yeah, yeah I got all the bonus little crap. 
hoodly doodles. Pretty skins and crap. I, I, I think I'll, I think I'll cool. pay the the ninety dollars. <laughs> I kind of hate this. Yeah, right. <laughs> I especially now that games are so digital. Like, stop giving me digital collector's editions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it used to be cool if I got, like, a cool, like, metal Thing. box or something. Right. No, it's Well, I was weird. looking at the the Final Fantasy fourteen the expansion coming out, Stormblood or whatever, that's coming out on, like, June So you said there's, like, a $200 version of it or something? Yeah. So I was looking at what to get Kevin for his birthday, and I was like, okay, do I want to spend the $39 on just the basic expansion, the $60 on the expansion plus where you get a bunch of in-game yeah. extra crap, or the $200 thing where you get the the limited edition art and the metal box and the statue and all this in-game extra crap. But it was like $200. Dude. And I'm, uh, for an expansion? Yeah. No. If it was like the game. The game. Final Fantasy 16? 15. Yeah. 15? Whatever. Whatever. If it was whatever. Yeah. Other than just an expansion, yeah. then I'd have considered That's that. A $200 expansion is nutsy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, I cool. Anyway. I I do like, though, that they are already outlining, like, here's what the expansions are going to be. There's one, I think, fall and one spring. Mm -hmm. You know, I think they've already kind of announced some of the details around those. And and for a game that was kind of maybe a little content poor at at the launch of Destiny 2, it's nice to know that they have a really good content plan lined out. Because, I mean, that's these games, this kind of games-as-a-service model, that's what they're built around is having... Ongoing content that's going to keep pulling you back and keep right, pulling yeah. you back. Keep I think it's back. really smart if they tell you kind of when the next stuff hits too, because yep. it just it shows that it's not just a exactly like a money grab, yeah, exactly. or a facade. Like, yeah. On on a similar note, speaking of games that keep making new content over and over and over again and don't make you pay for it, right? And this is what you guys could talk about because I know nothing about Overwatch. <laughs> so Overwatch anniversary event. So it's crazy. Happy birthday to Overwatch. To Overwatch. Yeah, Happy you're not a singing podcast. No, we don't. are not. Overwatch. <laughs> it doesn't stop him from singing. Happy birthday, um, dear. Oh God, Overwatch. he's he's still going. Anyway. Happy birthday. To Overwatch. Are you done? <laughs> yeah, that was a song. Oh, it was nice. Song. It was, it was, it was only four lines. Yeah. <laughs> I figured you'd want to do some sort of reprise, maybe. Do you want? No. Remix! No, no. <laughs> DJ okay. You stole my line. That's <laughs> the next one. Anyway, uh, so there is a brand new Overwatch uh, anniversary event running May. now. Now. Is, wait, is it today the yeah. 23rd? Now. Oh, starting now. Starting today or two days yesterday ago. as or two days from now? I don't know. It starts on the 23rd. That's what matters. May 23rd. Which is also today for us. It's not for you. Oh, it goes through almost my birthday, June yeah, 12th. Yeah, it goes through June 12th. When's your birthday? 13th. Oh, that's so exciting. So from oh, today through Adam's birthday. Um, I expect cake and cards. I just have to decide and if I want to buy him watch. a $200 um, expansion for Final Fantasy XIV now. Uh, so game came out today. It has three spanking new maps um, and over 100 commemorative loot box items. Um, the only thing that I think is kind of dumb is apparently, at least as far as I can tell, those three maps only exist for like the next three weeks. Yeah. Um, and I, I just don't understand why they keep doing these, making all these awesome things that I yeah. want to play, presumably, and then making them go away. It makes me very sad. Yeah. I guess it's a way to test, I mean, test new things. I guess. But, like, couldn't they also just give us new things? Like, I don't I don't like it at all. Yeah. <laughs> but the new maps look good. Um, I, there's a new uh, video out that kind of just shows all the stuff for I mean, literally, you could just go play now. Um, but if you were, say, Adam, and you do not own Overwatch, um, 
for the next, I'm going to say 13 days. Now through June 5th. Like, let's say you wanted an early birthday present because your your birthday was in the middle of June. But, and you deserve it. And you deserve it, damn it, because I you're a good you. person. Well, that's debatable. You're an okay person. There we go. Um, <laughs> you can buy the Game of the Year edition of uh, Overwatch, which includes all of the Overwatch that you would normally get, plus 10 loot boxes, um, the Origin skins, whatever those are. And a bunch of Overwatch in-game stuff for Diablo and StarCraft II and Hearthstone, World of Warcraft, and Heroes of the Storm. Um, and it's normally 60 bucks, and it's only 40 which is what I paid for just vanilla Overwatch. So you could get a good deal. And then if you have vanilla Overwatch like I do, or, um, I. or, or Dylan, you could pay $10 and get all those, those loot boxes. Yeah, and loot boxes are normally can, 2 bucks. I yeah, think. so it's a pretty good deal. So. Um, that's through June 5th, and then the prices will go back up to $60 and $20 after that. So if you've never hopped into Overwatch, which, I mean, I think their player base is like 30 million people now, so there's like four of you out there who have never played it. Adam. Adam yeah, is one of those three four. three others. <laughs> yeah, Adam <laughs> and three other people who have never played Overwatch. Now is a, a pretty dang good time to jump into it. And I mean... These guys have so much content. It's absolutely ridiculous how much content they're pouring into this game. But I mean, it's just Blizzard's model. Like they've been they've been doing the same thing with Hearthstone. They're doing the same thing with Diablo. They've been doing it all forever. So it's good. Now, do you think by doing like these small events and not leaving them around, it, like does that? I mean, force players to play like in the quick play and competitive modes so they are never like starving for players like at some point you have so many modes like you just want a lot of players to be able to keep matchmaking games i mean do you think that affects that at all i mean it probably does but i mean and and the only the only thing i can relate that to is rocket league um where you have the weird hockey mode and you have that new beat break down i don't remember what it's called where you break the floor mode which is awesome by the way um, like, I don't think those pull away from actual numbers. Not and I mean, enough. like I said, they have 30 million, yeah. you know, monthly players. Those are active players, I believe. So it's not like they're hurting for people to oh, match yeah. make with, I don't think. Um, I was wondering, I mean, if you, you want people to get in a match within a minute. Yeah. I wonder if it's more a resource thing. Like yeah. the more, the more things you have, the more you have to support them. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the, it's not to say that they haven't like. They keep doing these events, and then most of them go away. So, like, we can't play Uprising anymore, which makes me sadder than anything in this world because I loved Uprising. But, like, some of them stuck around. Like, I, you can still do the snowball fight, right? I don't, I'm not sure about that. I know the Capture the Flag, though, I think. Yeah, Capture the Flag's around, and you can still do the 2v2 and 3v3 yeah. ones as well. Those were all events. So, like, some of them they keep yeah. around. And even even um, Uprising, they let... Open, like they, it was supposed to shut down one day, and they gave you an extra couple days with it because I think they screwed something up. Maybe. But so I mean, these dates are kind of arbitrary. They can probably turn this stuff on and off whenever they want. But uh, you know, it, it's probably server resources, and yeah. it's probably stuff that we just don't understand. Yeah. But it still makes me real sad because. And, but other than uprising, honestly, is and if uprising had more maps, I would say mm-hmm. with an asterisk, like I'm not upset. That any of these disappear. I'm upset about Lucio Ball because I never got to play it. Like it really looks fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it would have been cool for like for the anniversary. It would have been cool if they turned all of those yeah. back on Just for you know go three have weeks. a party for yeah. two weeks. Yeah. So is it similar to um, like Destiny, where it's going to be console or platform specific? Yes. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And where so do you play? I play on the Xbox. Xbox. So sorry, man. <laughs> the thing is, this is a game I'll buy on yeah. everything to be able to play with anyone whoever's playing at that moment. So. I also own the PC, but really, like, I don't play it enough for anyone to buy it on any console that I have it. So, 
play it. Get 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 a get a PlayStation copy and you can play with Dylan. I was considering PlayStation or I was considering, you know, the, the PC version. The PC. Yeah. Then you can play with well, me. you can't play with me. But you PC, can't play with Dylan. So. Dylan plays it more than I do, too. Uh, okay, it's stuff <laughs> to think about. We'll figure it out. It's a, it's a really fun game. I, it's just, it, like, doesn't fit into my life very well. I'd, I guess maybe more the rallies. I'd rather play The Division or Destiny any day over okay. Overwatch. So, anyway. Uh, okay. Uh, what inappropriate gesture would you like to give to Dylan? That's a good one. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the inappropriate gesture that they removed from Mario Kart 8, though. What was it? Because I have not played it enough My, or seen it so to understand. It, it was, was not that one either. No. So yeah, I, it's, it's that. I thought it was a, piece, a reverse peace sign. No. Really? Yeah. Inkling Girl does this. when, And now she just does this. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. It's like the English shove it. Yeah. Oh, and I had heard that it was it, like a peace sign in the United States is like fingers forward, whereas if you do it like with your like your knuckles out, it's something different. And I'd heard there that, might so be removed. multiple though. That's the one I interesting. Saw. I mean, it's very, very interesting. possible. So either way, uh, Inkling Girl had some inappropriate gestures that were not inappropriate. Apparently, uh, in Japan, probably oh, yeah. where the game was made, it is just a yeah. full. Yeah. So I don't know how we describe this. Um, like pretend I mean, you're it's flipping like she's someone flexing, off, but she's incorporating her left arm. There you go. Yeah. And in the UK, that's how you tell someone to shove it. Ah, interesting. Interesting is my understanding. And is that really like a? That's dumb. Probably for a game but that's this aimed is Mario at kids. Kart. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. all it takes is one parent to be like. <laughs> right, <laughs> you're right. You're right. It, Interesting. Like it's silly, but I get it. I get it. But so they patched it out. Yep. So that is yep. gone now. And what does she, she, so she do she now? She just, she just like, kind of. Yeah. She's just like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess. Where are the uh, patch yeah. notes? <laughs> Inkling girl's girl. animation has been adjusted. <laughs> That's the patch note. That's the patch note. Okay. <laughs> so interesting. You know, it's really it's just kind of one of those things that. It's interesting to think about just because games are such a global thing nowadays mm-hmm. that you don't – I mean, yeah, I, I think we intrinsically know that there are things that we do in the United States that people in other countries find offensive and vice versa. And like breathe. Just, yeah, breathe. Um, <laughs> it's not our fault. We're sorry. Um, but, the, you know, you don't think about all the, the strange – I mean, literally the other day I was listening to this really wacky um, – YouTube movie where they were showing like saying the same word in like five different languages and one of them was English and then it was like four different like Asian languages like one was Korean and one was Chinese and one was Japanese and one was something else but that how many of the words they said they only said like five or six words but how many of those words in one language was essentially a curse word in another name in another yeah. language you know you just don't think about how those things work out and you know localization's hard and it's expensive and doing it right is tough and beta testing in a bunch of different languages is really hard so you know, I think as games become more of a global thing, you're going to see this more and more and more. Yeah. That's in- it's interesting. I I mean, this is in this instance, it's a very easy solution, oh, right? Yeah. Right. But at the same time, is this something they should have to worry about? Cuz should we be aware that if this game is made here, we can respect that and not say if someone holds up their arm in a certain way, they have to yeah, go but fix I mean, their game. You know that. I mean, like, yeah, you probably should be able to say that. But I mean, if if they if you know flipping someone off was something that would be fine in another country, you yeah. know that every single person in the United States would have just exploded over that. So, right. I mean, yeah, you could say that. Yes, it should be that way, but that's not how real life works. Yeah, but I mean, in some instances, like 
putting your thumb up or down oh, yeah. is much different in other countries. Or yeah. the peace sign being rotated 180 mm-hmm. degrees. It's like things like that I, I feel should not matter. Yeah, but I mean, and I guess the thing is, is when you're Nintendo, those things probably matter more than when you're not Nintendo. Like, you know, Rockstar can probably get away with that because they do yeah. things that are significantly worse than that. Yeah. Brutal, yeah. bloody murder is also pretty much a bad thing in every culture, um, but somehow they manage to get away with it. Yeah. So, you know, I think it just depends on who you are. And when, you're, when your game, I mean, I got to think Mario Kart's probably rated E. And oh, so, yeah. I mean, it may even, or I don't, they do what, Peggy ratings in the UK? Mm-hmm. Um, it very well may have. What does Peggy even mean? I don't, I'm sure it's their, their board. It's probably like the, it's, it's probably, yeah, ESRB or the oh, RAA, one of those kind of acronyms. But, you know, it may have actually affected their Peggy rating too. So you don't want to have to pull a bunch of carts. So. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Anyway, more Nintendo? Sure. So did you guys watch the ARMS Direct? Yes. I did not watch I that did. one. It. I want to like arms. I really do. Evidently, it's getting a lot more. It's got um, a lot of buzz. I yeah, especially after whatever this was. Mm-hmm. I absolutely hate the way they're marketing this game. Like every time they start into an arms video, and it's like, "Hey, I'm an announcer, and I'm going to just explain everything in this video to you for the next half hour." It makes me want to stab someone like hard <laughs> repeatedly. I don't like it. How about what do you think, Dylan? Um, <laughs> Get a little stabby over there. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this briefly, but I'm very excited for the potential. Mm-hmm. Things can fall much, much, much short of the potential, but on paper, arms could be a dream for those of us who want to play fighting games on a more casual level. Yeah. Because I cannot win at Street Fighter if I play anyone who's played <laughs> Street Fighter. Right? That's something that will never happen. But this game looks like something that could be pick up and play for casual gamers who want to be able to play a fighting game that actually has a little bit of depth in the sense that yeah. you have these different characters with different arms and different hands that do different things. Yeah. So if your fist is bigger than my fist, when our fists hit each other, your <laughs> fist wins. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's simple rock, paper, scissor mechanics to that as well as like freezing and shock types. And dodging. And, and dodging. And so, but it's not like the up, up, down, down, square, triangle, like type <laughs> combos that just, to me, are You have to absolute, wait five frames before you do your which that just <laughs> counter. Honestly sucks the fun out of yeah. fighting games because that's not how fighting works at all. I yeah. don't think it's not. <laughs> I, I, don't don't have to take, I don't have to take two steps back and then crouch to uppercut. Like, this is not how fighting works. I mean, um, last time I was in a bar fight, that's what I did. So, My Chun-Li kick was on point. Um, <laughs> I'm like the E-Honda. <laughs> but... This can obviously not work, and my uh, my one last hang-up would be, does this fall kind of where For Honor does? And it's like, this is really cool until you play it for an hour, and then you realize, that's it. And um, I assume there's a single player? Like, I, it didn't even occur to me until you said that. There's a single player, right? I don't know. I, I gotta this- think there is. Gotta think there is. I mean, it's a Nintendo game, so I'd imagine. Imagine there is. Yeah, <clears throat> I just, I just wonder about the depth um, of a game that is going to launch with six fighters, eight fighters. Yeah, like there's just not that many. Um, and Dylan and I were talking about this a couple of days ago. That like, there was a time when you could launch 
Mike Tyson's punch out that has like what six guys you fight mm-hmm. and that is going to be like the greatest seller of that year because you didn't have any like we're saying you don't have any other games to play right um, and you can make Mike Tyson really 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 hard because like people will just keep beating Glass Joe until they get back <laughs> up to Mike Tyson um, actually my brother played this like two weeks ago or I would not be able Otherwise, to remember anything no about idea who these punch out <laughs> but uh you know, I don't know if nowadays you can launch a game that has six guys in it when Overwatch has like twenty um, and expect it to be competitive. It's it's unfortunately another, and I'm sure it's going to sell really well. Like, get that out of the way; it's going to sell really well um, because they do for now have that kind of limit. There are only eight games on the Switch, right? Um, but it, it really feels like a game to me that should be selling for thirty dollars and not for sixty dollars. Oh, is it? It's sixty. I, I got it. I think it is. Well, I mean, if it's a sixty dollars game with that few fighters, do you think the stuff that they're going to add to it are going to be free? Like, yeah, and that's my understanding. Patches, DLC, yeah. blah, blah, blah. there is going to be new. Yeah. They are going to add new fighters. They're going to add new stuff. But even that makes me feel kind of like the like, oh man, we don't have this game quite done yet. Let's add some new stuff to it later. Yeah. I don't know. It feels very like. I don't know. And like I'm not going to pass judgment on it until I can actually play it, but right. we'll yeah. see. I guess the good news is is if you want to play it, um this weekend is your shot. So they're doing what they have called a global test punch. There's oh. that marketing that I hate again. Um it's not an open beta. It's not a hey try out our game. It's an open test punch. Um, this weekend, uh, the 26th through the 29th, and then uh, next weekend, June 2nd through the 4th. Um, the weird thing about this is as opposed to most games where they're like, hey, guys, download this game and play it all weekend. They like have very – it's like almost like appointments where you can play it on May 29th from 5 p.m. until 6 p.m., um, and then on May 27th at 5 a.m. Pacific time and then 8 a.m. Pacific time and then 11 a.m. Pacific time and 5 p.m. Pacific. Like there's all and you can play it for an hour like four times a day. It's really weird. But I posted up the schedule on our website um, because it's so dumb. Um, <laughs> so go and check out our website and you can find out when you can play arms. But you can download it right now. Um, so you have it ready to play. So definitely I'm definitely going to try it. I'm, I'm very interested. Absolutely. So cool. Anywho, uh, new Far Cry five. How about that? I was anybody expecting that right now? No. Well, I mean, I'm not shocked that there's a new Far Cry coming out, but I'm absolutely shocked at the setting. Like absolutely shocked at the setting. Would you like to reveal Adam? Uh, well, I, I, all I know is that in this reveal teaser trailer thing is evidently it takes place in Montana. Yeah. In Hope County, I think. Which is fake. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar-ish yeah, yeah. with Montana, and that didn't ring a bell didn't when ring I saw the bell. trailer. <laughs> so. Is that a pun? What? Ring a bell? Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, my favorite part of the trailer, which was really weird and really... The trailer's just, just kind really of amazing, though. I really like it. Yeah. Because was that... I couldn't tell if that was, like, CGI stuff or if that was real actors, it, actresses, landscapes It or is what. actually real. So yeah, the, I wasn't sure. The, I read or heard um, a thing this morning that said that, like, the initial reports of something happening was that a video game crew showed up at some small town in uh, Montana <laughs> and was filming stuff with drones. And they're like, we don't know what it is, but they're doing something. Well, there it is. Uh, my favorite part of the trailer was when the, the drone fly by a church, evidently. Well, it, like, flies over a guy running through a cornfield too and you can hear gunshots yeah but when that drone approached a church and you hear a bell ringing and you're like there's a dude up there banging a bell oh there's a dude up there banging a dead guy 
head. Dead guy's head against a bell. And that's what's, it's crazy. It was weird. It's like maybe a 45 second trailer and it is absolutely worth watching. Yeah. It is so. Oh yeah, it's going by right now on my screen. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, and it, like this game came out, like the original reveal for this was about a week ago and they released Far Cry 5 and that was all they released and it had like a red, white, and blue like border around the Far Cry 5. Um Mm-hmm. And like people are like, it's in the United States. I'm like, that seems like kind of a stretch, but apparently we were wrong. Um, what do you guys think about a game like Far Cry set in Montana? I've never played a Far Cry game, so I don't even. I couldn't even. So you've tell played. You. Um, you've played Assassin's Creed, right? Yeah, yeah. Same general idea. That kind of like we go somewhere and then we f- climb a tower and then we find a bunch of other points from this tower and then we go to those points and then we find another tower and you climb. Is you this know. the only kind of game Ubisoft knows how to make? Yeah, effectively. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, and the division. It's kind of evolved into that. It was much much different. Originally. Yeah, yeah. Well, in a, the original one. Yeah, oh no, no, that's a different. Far the first Far Cry was pretty wasn't even made much by a, Ubisoft, was it? Yeah. It always has been. Oh, maybe it was Assassin's um, Creed. That it was a pretty linear shooter. Yeah, and so they and turned. Then it, it kind of branched into the open world idea in the sense that you could, you knew where you had to go, but you could kind of approach it sure. from a few different angles. Yeah. If you wanted to go in guns blazing, if you wanted to kind of be quieter about it, and it's morphed into this completely open world kind of go as you please. Yeah, um, but I mean, they are. I played, like I said, I've played maybe 10 or 15 minutes of three, and it's great. Um, but, you know, the first 15 minutes, whatever. But, I mean, three and four are widely regarded as being very, very good games. So, I mean, you know, I think people, it's something people are looking forward to. I think the good news is Far Cry hasn't kind of worn itself out yet, kind of like Assassin's Creed has. Um, they're not releasing a game, game every, every single not quite year. As yeah, they're, and they're a little less repetitive, I think. Yeah, and, you know, they've been doing a good job of spacing these out like two or three years. So I'm looking forward to it, and I think I'm... I'm actually really looking forward to the setting. It'll be interesting to see how they pull it off. But, I mean, you don't play many games. Like, if you're going to play a game and it's set in the United States, like, it's going to be either set in New York or L.A. Yeah, like, and it's a crime. Yeah, and it's a crime kinda, game. Yeah. So It's an infamous or it's a GTA. Or yep. it might be like or a... Watch Dogs. Like a yep. Kind of like a post-apocalyptic kind of... Or kind of rebellious, yeah, like... You just don't like, see games. Well, you don't see stuff. You don't see games taking place out in the country. Yeah. yeah. I'm wondering what's happening in Montana. Right? I mean, I think that there's a huge amount stuff of potential. Goes down in Montana. <laughs> that's Did you that's have you lived in Montana? Fall. I lived in Wyoming. Close enough. I lived literally 20 miles from the Montana border. It's Montana's stuff little brother. happens in Montana. Yeah. Our coworker is from Montana. Go talk to her. Okay. She will it's big sky country. Yes. Yeah. Really good beer too. Interesting. Really and for a while, there was no speed limits. That's what I know yeah, about Montana. Yeah, the, the speed limit was drive reasonably and prudently, <laughs> quote unquote. That was the that was the speed limit in Montana. Yeah, yeah. and then it you know the speed limits lie. are real high. But I think it could be very interesting to set a game in like a super small, super close knit. I mean, like it could be a weird, creepy small town. It could be just like a town Ooh. where people don't know what's going on. It could be something with you know some strange corruption in a small town. Like there are so many ways that this could be really, really interesting. If they do, what if they made it like a uh, 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 open world game meets uh, Twin Peaks? Right? Oh, like I there are into that. There are so many cool options with this that. Uh, hmm. I could I, like I don't know anything about it, and nobody knows anything about it besides this weird, weird, weird video. But I, I think there's a lot of potential here. Um, I don't think that 
it even has a release date yet, but I, my guess is we'll learn more. Uh, the E3. release date, according to this, everything that I've seen so far is fiscal year twenty eighteen. Yeah, twenty uh, no uh, twenty seventeen. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So that's but that runs through like September of next year. I March, think. March. Right. And I'm you know, making updates. Next year. I'm making updates. Well, stop it. <laughs> Okay. It runs through March of next year. There you go. Jeez. Which would make sense then. Like this, put this is in that kind of pretty spring release window, that February mm-hmm. March, where you know Horizon came out and Breath of the Wild came out, like that good after Christmas yeah. kind of space. So you don't like compete it. with you know October November games. Kind of come over the hump. That'd be great. Cool. Um, although that's also now when South Park. No, South Park's coming out in like two days. October. Oh, right, October 17th. But yeah. um, uh, that's when uh, Red Dead Redemption is coming out. It got pushed to, yeah, spring of next year. Yeah. So Ooh. I don't know if I'd be wanting to, like, bring my game out with Red Dead Redemption. But eh, who know. knows? Maybe it'll get pushed back again. Cool. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, what are we doing now? Questions. <clears throat> Questions? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we try that again? Oh, you just <clears throat> almost died. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm out of drink, too. Oh, what are we doing now? Questions. Hey, Vinny. <laughs> From What's Vinny. What's your question? Vinny hit uh, like 11th hour today. Um, Seriously. Like, yeah. I was just in here wrapping up some other work, and our messenger went off, and I'm like, oh, it's Vinny. What's up, Vinny? And uh, he asked us a question. Yeah. Finally. His Vinny sense was tingling. <laughs> I like to pre- let's pretend now from now on that Vinny is a superhero. I like that idea. I'm good with that. Anyway, <laughs> his question is: uh, Vinny's question is, what is your favorite online game to play with someone? Favorite co-op game? Favorite multiplayer game? What makes it so fun to you? <laughs> that that went from a very good question to like some sort of public service announcement, right? That's, that's Adam's commercial voice. There you go. <laughs> um, I don't know. What's your favorite player? What's your what? Well, what do you? What that's do y'all a think? Toughie. Um, I mean, I think the thing is, is right now it's Destiny, it's yeah. the Division. Um, I'm loving both of those. Surprisingly, Prob- not what we were thinking you were going to say. You know, well, and, and and I saw what you thought I was going to say. Yeah. And Rocket League was that game for twelve months. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably the game that I have. Like the fondest memories of actually um, is Star Wars Galaxies, which was a MMO from the early 2000s. That was so fun to play. Um, I was in a group with a fantastic community. Um, I was in a, a guild or a clan. I don't remember what that game had. Um, I had my own house. Um, you know, like it was. I mean, we there were there was two people in my clan that got married in the clan. I don't know if they were married in real life, but I, I went to a wedding in that game. I had to buy fancy clothes to go. Um, wow. <laughs> you know, I mean, like it was a cool, cool. Like they got married in the game. Yeah. Like I mean, like. I think it was our clan leader and, like, his girlfriend, maybe? I don't know. I, it's been 20 years, 15 years, so I don't really remember. But, like, we I, we went to a wedding ceremony. My, my brother played the game with me. We went, not together, right. but we went there together the and uh, went the- to a, a, a wedding in-game. Yeah, so I mean, but you know, they were cool people, and we'd you know we'd farm for resources, we'd go on raids together. We had Star Wars had a really cool economy where um, you actually had people in the game that could make things. Like you, there were crafters, um, and so like if you were a hunter, you'd go out and get skins, and you'd hunt banthas and crap, and bring and their skins back and give them to the ah. hunters, and they'd make things and they'd give you stuff, and that's how your you know clan made money, and you had this cool economy, and there was an auction house kind of concept, and so you feel like adult in the video game, kind of, but it was really fun. <laughs> like I mean, it was adulting in Star Wars, so you know, <laughs> like it. Trust me when I say adulting in Star Wars is way more fun than adulting in you know, yeah, adulting here. in this life. So you know, I mean, granted, we are getting paid to do, do you this watch right Star now. Wars? Do you, are you? I do love Star Wars. Oh. 
Star Wars is good stuff. So that that was probably like my ultimate favorite. Um, I don't know if I really enjoyed play- my brother and I played Army of Two together as well, co-op. That's so much fun. It was, it's it's like the most broy, awful game in the entire <laughs> world. But there is also something really cool about ripping a car door off and using that as a like improv shield. So and then like the back to back. Yeah, you could do this weird like like back to back thing where you could what? fight. And That's cool. It yeah. it was it the was. The game is completely based on playing like with a buddy yeah like it is you army of two yeah i don't you know I, people maybe you can play everybody. that single player but it doesn't can, seem like it'd be very good it's it's, army it's of, just so meant to suck. be played co-op yeah, that was fun i also really liked um borderlands co-op my brother and i played that too so anyway how about you dylan i'm trying to think of what i have the fondest memories of and Guitar i hero yeah that's yeah. A, that was a lot of fun to play with people but um you play that online yeah oh i think so I, oh, I, guess well, I guess it's not necessarily and, online, just but that's play a, with. I mean, that's a good point. Is gotcha. I miss the couch co-op days. Oh, you mm-hmm. and me both. Like, it is not the same. That's why you need a people. PC, because it's totally a thing on PC. It's Which is so weird, because PCs are so not something people have in front of their couch. Um, but uh, it's just not the same when you're on. It's so convenient, and that, yeah. that is nice. Like, I love the convenience of you guys can both come home at the same time, like, Clock out at five o'clock. You go home and you could jump on the Xbox. Like that's awesome. But in case you're wondering, our office is totally like that. We actually have punch cards that we leave yeah. at five o'clock. Yeah. It's just like the Flintstones. Like a it bell is. goes off, a whistle and goes you off. Slide down a, a brontosaurus yep. um, and into your pedaling car. Especially because I leave at four forty-five every day. Yeah, that's gotta beat traffic. Yeah. Um, Anyway, <laughs> no, I agree. Anecdote. Though, yeah, um, the uh, the game I'm thinking of though would be, man, I got some lost in Flintstones. <laughs> like, oh, fond memories of Flintstones and Flintstones vitamins. Um, <laughs> As an aside, <laughs> the other day Dylan and I went to this conference in Seattle, and uh, we sat in this. Um, like how to make music for video games, which was really, really interesting, although not really something that we do professionally. So it was kind of like we're a little out of our element. But the guy giving the presentation is, first of all, the composer for like all the Halo games and uh, Destiny. Oh, wow. But he's also the guy that wrote the Flintstones Vitamins jingle. You know, like 10, 10 million strong and growing. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that's his claim to fame. Yeah, so it's all coming back around. And then he went on And to then do he Halo. went in to do Destiny. <laughs> oh. Wow. He also was fired from Bungie in like a horrifying lawsuit extravaganza. But hey, that's something else. Hey. That's a whole different story. He didn't bring that up. <laughs> uh, Your so, favorite one, because Dylan's dumb. He can think things. Hey, uh, bringing it back. Go ahead, Adam. You can come back to me. What's? Oh, wait. What? What? I was just bringing it back to the, the question at hand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Bring it back to the question at hand. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I enjoyed uh, Gears of War a lot. Oh, um, from a, it's a cooperative was so good. standpoint, like that game really was like, okay, this is this is cooperative gameplay. The funny thing about Gears is I've played like the first three hours of Gears like eight times because I can never remember what's happening. I'm like, dude, we should play a co-op game. Let's play Gears. <laughs> the three hours into it, you're like, I just remembered how to. F- now I have to go home. Yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> and then three months later, I'm like, dude, we should play Gears. <laughs> um, but thinking farther back to like PS2 when. Couch co-op yeah, yeah, was, was more thing. like what you could do. Um, Gauntlet Dark Legacy. Ooh. Um, I remember that one. 
just I remember the Gauntlet games. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Um, beat em up. I think this game still sells for like sixty or more dollars Dang. if you find a copy of it. Um, I'm sure you can get it cheaper yeah. occasionally, but like it still has value because it's a, a kind of a sought after game. Super um, Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo. Exactly. Mm. Um, I remember playing this a lot when I would go to my buddy's house. That's that was cool. A lot of fun. Um, and I, I like I've said this multiple times on the, on our show, but I want more beat 'em ups. Yeah. Like sitting next to a buddy and just mm-hmm. hack and slashing your way through dungeons is right? so much fun. Why I agree. Diablo is a big was a big one for me. I love yeah. playing Diablo multiplayer. Never played it. Oh, it's so good. See, there's so many things that I haven't played. Six is really good. Or f- six. And Diablo three is really good too. <laughs> of course, Borderlands co-op's great. Mm-hmm. Um, Smash Bros is is like one of the best sit on a couch with people kind of games. So yeah, another one I've never played. But, but. Smash Bros. Never played Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. They're fun. I like the original Smash Bros. On what was that? The N64. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like that one. Um, now, so my favorite like couch co-op-y kind of local multiplayer game was a little game that not a lot of people heard of, and I think I've mentioned it a couple of times before. It's called Muppets Party Cruise. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm leaving. No, no I am 200% so, behind. I've never heard of this game. It's called Muppets Party Cruise, and it was on the GameCube and the PS2, and I played it on the GameCube with my friend Davey that we used to work together. We would get off work uh, at the bar at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, go back to... Uh, his apartment. I remember you talking us. about this. Yeah, and we would play the Muppets version of Mario Party. <laughs> and it is the most ridiculous fun you'll ever have. It this... was, yeah, it was their answer to, which was funny that it was on the same system as a Mario Party yeah. game. Huh. But uh, it was fun, and it was so weird. It looks absolutely amazing. I'm so disappointed I've never played this game. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a huge Muppets fan, and this is incredible. Yeah. Do you guys ever play Fusion Frenzy? No. Yeah. Xbox game. Um, That's fun. It's stupid. It's like just a ton of little like wacky mini games that like you know you you and your four friends are driving around in tanks and trying to shoot each other and you and your friends are running around on this giant rotating thing that sometimes explodes and trying to be the last. It's a lot of like kind of last man standing kind of games. Mm, Fusion yeah. Frenzy and Fusion it's Frenzy 2 fun. were super fun. So but, uh, God there's so many good co-op games. Um, Rayman Raving Rabbids on the Wii. Oh, that was fun. Oh I love so that game. So much fun. I didn't actually own that but I bought it for friends of mine. That's <laughs> a gift. <laughs> it, that's great. Um and then all the old land parties with Halo. Yeah. Like, that was kind of a golden era of, I played I guess, so much, like, Quake 3 and Team Fortress. I never went and to a land party. I never did any of that stuff. You weren't nerdy enough. You probably no. actually, like... I was in band. Had... <laughs> what did you play? Trumpet. Me too. Yeah. Nice. And I was in the pit for marching band. I played all the mallets and stuff. Oh, well. Yeah. All right, then I don't know what you were doing. You should have been playing video games. <laughs> I, yeah, I was... That's you were right. out nerding the nerds. I was. I pretty Nerd. much was. <laughs> Sorry. Adam came back around. Then he's like, I'm on a video game podcast now. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> moving up. Perfect. Should we go to our next question? Uh, yeah, but before we do that, uh, so I was thinking about it the other day as I'm looking for a new cord for my GameCube to hook into my HDTV because there's the digital yeah. cord for the early versions of the GameCube, which are hella crazy expensive. The cords uh, themselves are like $200. Holy crap. Yeah, because so evidently there were two versions of the GameCube. One had the digital out that was the early versions and the that just never happened. Yeah. So they stopped making yeah. them with that. Anyway, these cables are extremely hard to find. I could have just purchased... One of the original production Nintendo Wiis, 
because it was backwards compatible for GameCube. Yeah. For the discs and the controllers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could have done that, gotten the digital upscaling or whatever, and had two systems in one. Do you Didn't want even one? think of that. I've I got should, one. You can have I it. I do that. I literally have one. I don't okay. even have it hooked up. I will, <laughs> I will give you money. Whatever. Okay. Um, I think I still have it. I think it's literally in a box somewhere. Yeah, I have okay. some too. Done and done. Yeah, we'll figure that. Yeah. Perfect. I would like to play my GameCube, and I right. can't get the right adapter oh, so, to upscale everything. Yeah, there's, really no ne- there's no need to get What's the game that you bought? Beautiful Joe. Beautiful Joe. That's. I was thinking. Such a great game. Beautiful Joe. Perfect. We'll hook you up. Yeah, okay, cool. All right. Anyway, next question. Next question. Um, speaking of my brother, it is actually from him. Uh, he asks, how do you feel about games as a service? Um, Ubisoft mentioned in their earnings call, which is when they released a bunch of information about Ubisoft crap coming out, that um, they really want, it's something they really want to focus on. Um, it lets them actually sell less copies, um, but still kind of make the same amount of money. Right. Um, well, I have no soul, so I don't feel. <laughs> uh, no. I have lots of opinions. I do, too. You do. Um, I love this, and I have one huge concern about it. Um, <laughs> I think it's probably the same concern I have. I can't subscribe to many more things. Well, but I mean, it's not, it's usually not, there's usually no cost. It's like Destiny or The Division where it's uh, a game that comes out and they just support it forever, you know? Right. Um, But a lot of times I think there is a, there is, there might end up being a cost associated to that, right? There would um, be a cost. Most of them, I think there would be a cost as far as like new DLC content and sometimes, new content yeah. But I don't think you're ever going to have to. Yeah, it's not usually a subscription model. It's usually a hey, you're paying, t- you know, either you're paying twenty or thirty dollars for a season pass. Right, the or you're subscription paying- model in my from in my understanding is mainly for things like WoW or Final Fantasy yeah, or stuff like that, yeah. where they've got these dedicated servers that are doing all the heavy lifting. Yeah, and there's right. not a lot of games out now that have a subscription model anymore. So yeah. this is really more things like Destiny or The yeah. Division or. Um, Oh, Wildlands, Overwatch, over Overwatch, kind of, um, but just where you have this kind of ongoing multiplayer, you know, story that kind of goes on forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I wouldn't be surprised though to see more of that, like yeah. going back to that way of games because so much is based online and in a cloud. I guess, yeah, it's um, the cloud. And, I mean, as many times as we buy a game and then a season pass, it's like, unless you spend the $100, you're not going to access that content anyway. And a $100 game is a lot steeper than... um, Yeah, but, I mean... I guess the question is though is so if let's you say end you're up buying it though for two to three years yeah, so is you're, it worth it? You're buying a sixty dollar game and it's over in twenty hours or potentially, you know, something like the division or or uh destiny that you could play for two or three years, you know, and just be getting a DLC every now and again. But I guess I won't yeah, I and, won't play a game that long. And I think that's really the question is how and my concern with this, like I love the idea of it. I love uh, the idea of a game world that evolves and a game world that you can launch and then make better, um, especially because a lot of these games are coming out, I don't want to say half-baked, but you know they come out with an idea and then like, oh, maybe this idea wasn't as good as it could have been, and it allows them to pivot and, and make games better at the request of people. I mean, like I think if, if Destiny and The Division had launched and were not games as a service, they would both be very, very dead by now. Yeah. Um, but because they were... Um, they've been able to improve them and make them better and release DLC that makes them more interesting and better. Um, my concern is is that I can maybe play two of these, <laughs> you know? And so, like, am I going to be... I mean, obviously, Destiny is going to be replaced by Destiny 2. But when, 
you know, Far Cry 5 comes out and it's a games as a service. And like, I'd kind of like to play Elder Scrolls Online again. That's a games as a service. You know, like how many of these can you really play at once and still enjoy, you know? So mm-hmm. I think there's a finite marketplace for them, but maybe, maybe I'm wrong too. Maybe if, if they expand and make, there's probably a finite number of first and third person shooter games as a service that can exist, but maybe if they kind of expand out into like, Hey, let's make some role playing games like this. Let's make some right. other games in the same model, but aren't that same thing. Maybe there's, maybe there's a big enough player base to support that. Yeah. I mean, I think as long as they don't fill it with a bunch of just filler crap, because it's like... It's got to be good. It's got it, The stuff has to... Like, I, I see both sides of it. Mm-hmm. I would like to think that they're not going to fill it with a bunch of stuff that's just like, oh, look at all the new stuff you can do. Yeah. And it's run here, grab this, run here, drop this yeah. off. Stuff like that. Like, that's okay if you've got, like, these crazy big MMO online things and you've got, you know... Hundreds of people playing Pretty much together. how WoW makes their money, yeah. Right. Like, that's one thing. Like, that's how they do their thing. But <clears throat> our GM just walked by and rolled his eyes. Sorry, <laughs> we're successful. Sorry about it. Blah, blah, blah. Um, <clears throat> but if they fill it with content that has a purpose yeah. and has a clear beginning and end. Good story. And it, yeah, and it doesn't yep. go over the top with all this stuff, then I think there's a way to find a balance between, like, okay, you know, the next couple of days I'm going to play Far Cry, and yeah. next weekend I'm going to do this, and the weekend after that I'm going to do that. Yeah. And if it feels like you're actually getting stuff done and not just doing a bunch of go here crap, yeah. then I think you'll be able to find a way to balance it. I think that. it's really important, too, that – I mean, I think part of it is what we were saying earlier. They've got to figure a way to make it so these games can play cross-platform mm-hmm. because – you can't have these games, you know, siloed into, oh, that's just Xbox, that's just PlayStation. Right. That's not going to work as they get more and more of these. Um, yeah, and I, th- and I think to even further my point, like the whole, like, when it's like you're playing WoW or whatever, you're doing your dailies, your weeklies, yep. your stuff like that. Don't Get rid of that crap. Because it's like, all you've got are these people that are coming back and doing this thing just so they can grind up their levels yep. and stuff like that. Like, d- make, don't don't have that stuff. Yeah. Or have that stuff, but have content, too. Like, yeah. you need, like, end game content needs to be better. Yeah. Um, or else the game just ends, and then it's not game service. Because I don't understand when I see Kevin get on WoW or Final Fantasy or or even like in in Destiny, like yeah. they've got grinding for light or things. grinding for it's like why why are you why are you getting on and playing the same thing, the yeah. same missions, the same story over and over and over again, just so you can get some experience? Yeah, like I get why you're doing it, but when the developers can take that out and throw in if they really want to make a game as a service this longevity kind of thing throw in some real content for us yeah. to play not just and there's nothing wrong with having that again. to kind of keep you there and keep you upgrading and keep you engaged in between content because i mean the reality is is there's no matter how much content they created there's always going to be someone who's done with it you know what i mean yeah. um so yeah. i mean i think you have to have some of that end game stuff but they need to be thinking about and be i think pretty transparent with the game's releasing in April. Our first DLC is going to hit in August. Our second DLC is going to hit in January. Our third DLC is going to hit in you know mm-hmm. July. And kind of here's our pathway between those. Um, here's what the level caps for each one of those is going to be. You know that. And I've been. And that's one thing I'm shocked about Destiny and the Division is how low their level caps are. Um, well, yeah. So it's like with Destiny, the level caps what forty? I think so. And, and then, then Division, Division is 30. thirty. But 
in oh, Destiny, you've once got you get the past light those, levels. Yeah, you've got the light levels, and in um, the division, uh, division you you've got your dark dark zone, dark zone level, stuff, which I is just, a completely different. System. I just think it's such an interesting idea that they're like, "Hey, levels," and then now don't worry about that anymore. Yeah, yeah. it's it's real strange. Um, anyway, I, I I think it's I love the idea of games as a service if they continue to do them well. I'm good with it. Cool. All right. Uh, okay, so let's wrap things up with cheap free games. Yes. So, first off, Steam Sale. Like, hold your wallets, folks. Um, there's no release for this yet, but all indications point to it happening roughly in the next month, probably about a month from now. Okay. Um, so, like, start saving your pennies, start um, digging through your couch and finding all that stuff. But one tip that I got about a year ago with Steam Sales that is so great is if you are ever on steam like oh that game looks fun i don't want to pay full price for that add it to your wish list and then every time that game goes on sale and this isn't just steam sales like games go on sale all the time you get a push notification on your phone or you get an email saying hey a game on your wish list on sale you can go in and say oh hey that game is on sale maybe i'll buy it now gotcha it's a terrific like i mean I will not use the word life hack because that's dumb, but it's... I hate that word. I hate it. It's a really good way to get games on sale and keep track of what games you want and get the best prices for them. Okay. But the Steam sales, like, it was awesome. Like, I, I usually have, like, 15 or 20 games on there, and the Steam sale in the spring, I want to say, it was great to go in and, like, oh, hey, 15 of those games I want are on sale. Nice. Good stuff. Adam's breaking stuff. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so I'll be doing that. <laughs> right. Uh, and hiding all the vodka in my house. Uh, games with gold. I, Tell us. Dylan and I would like to, first of all, shout out as Xbox owners. Oh. I freaking love that they're announcing games with gold now on the 23rd. <laughs> like, that's absolutely amazing. Is that? It's game- new-ish. Like, it used to be, like, 27th, 28th, 29th. Oh, like, gotcha. you know, the 23rd would be a bunch of stupid websites would pop up like, here's what we think it's going to be, and, and we're always wrong. wrong. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where do they even get these, and why do they keep trusting the source? Right? It's uh-huh. real weird. Uh, I think they were literally just guessing. It was, like, what we'd like it to be, which, Like, I there's mean, a new Lego game coming out, so they're going to they're gonna give you a free Lego game uh-huh. this month. And it's like, yeah. no, no, they're not. I think the uh-huh. only one that was maybe predictable was the Star Wars in May. Like, they gave away two Star Wars games. Yeah. That just makes sense. There's new movies. There's, you know, May the 4th, all that crap. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, that's not going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this month, though, or sorry, next month, I suppose. Uh, the June. The June. Uh, first game is going to be Speedrunners. That's June 1 through June 30th, and that game is so dang fun. Um, it's made by Tiny Build. Well, it's published by Tiny Build. Um, and it's literally just a game about speedrunning like they give you a level and the level has multiple ways through it and you it's so fun cooperative you can play it against the pc but that's not nearly as fun it's more fun to grab three or four friends and you just try and find the fastest way through that level and then as you play the screen shrinks so like it starts full screen and then you know a minute in it'll get smaller and then it'll get smaller and then get smaller. And so your if you screw up, the odds of you getting killed by the shrinking screen gets better and better and better. Oh it's so, so fun. It's okay. it's really enjoyable. Um, so grab that. I didn't even realize that was on the Xbox. It's it's really good. And then uh, the June 16th through July 15th, you can pick up, pick up Watch Dogs, which I have not played. I haven't played either, but I'm I so do. excited to get this for free. Yeah. I always wanted to get yeah. this game for free. I paid 15 bucks for it, and it was worth every penny. Yeah, and that's exactly what I've heard, is it kind of released to kind of, meh, reviews, yeah. but for free, it's going to be, it's well worth free. You put it on the Wii U. 
Really? Yeah. That was awesome. That was such a good idea with the second screen. Yeah, but it was like game. the the graphical didn't uh, didn't work. Power on the Wii U was yeah. not anything was, they should have tried to put Watch Dogs on. It was already a game that was kind of it was pushing it on the PS4. Well, and and like came out with far worse graphics than people expected. Yeah. So, anyways, there's a sequel too if you like it. So I heard the sequel is just as good. I've heard it's also very good. Yeah, I've heard it's way better actually. Okay. Uh, and then if you want to do a little bit of Xbox backwards compatibility stuff, so um, if you already own these games, like hey, great, you can now play them on your Xbox One. If not, you can get them for free. Um, Assassin's Creed Three, which I have not played because I have not played many of the Assassin's Creed's game, but I think people like them. Generally speaking, I played the first one. Yeah, it was, it was cool. The second one was really good. Yeah, I've played a couple of them. My kid's playing through Assassin's Creed China right now, the weird like um, platformer one. He's oh. having a great time with it. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. Cool. Um, and then Dragon Age Origins, which I have played, um, and it's okay. It's a Bioware game. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. It's got kind of this weird like combat system where you can. It's real time, but you can pause it at any time and issue new orders, right. um, which is yeah. kind of strange. Dragon Age Origins, and I could be 100% wrong with this, seems like a game that would be better on the PC. Um, but maybe not. Um, and who cares? It's free. So <laughs> give that a go. And then uh, last month, and I'm sure still, you uh, they released uh, Phantom Dust Remastered, um, right. that weird... Like I thought it was a role-playing game, and apparently it's more like some sort of like strange role-playing game mixed with Pokemon, mixed with, I don't know, giant, like, arena battles. I This game, literally, I'm so confused by it, but whatever. Um, people seem to think it's okay. Um, but the DLC will be free uh, the entire month of June as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Pretty awesome. It's good stuff. Hopefully, by next time, we'll have uh, PlayStation games for... That would, yeah, that the, would be nice. To are, the you, plus. are you sad that you're missing all these free games on Xbox? I am not. I am not, because I just realized I haven't redeemed any of my codes except for two or three on my uh, last three months of Humble Bundles, <laughs> so I have plenty of stuff you to You just play. collect them. I collect. I'm a collector. I just passed 600. It's very oh scary. Yeah. Is that it? I think that is all. All right, then. Yeah. Find us on the social medias. Uh, yeah, do that. Facebook, Twitter. We need to give something away soon, too. YouTube. We should give something we away. Give something I'm away. sure I've got something we can give away. Give it yes. away now? Lots of stuff. Not or later. It, no. We, we will not give away the chili peppers. Give it away. Give it away now? <laughs> yeah, watch our socials and stuff. We'll uh, have something to give away. We need to give something away. I love I giving feel things good. away. He feels good. He's like Santa Claus. With well, a shorter beard. Give, I need to go to the bathroom. Ha! That's gross. Same. All right. Oh, you people are kind of disgusting. Thank you. Ha. We'll see you. Baby.